What's cracking, Seattle hockey fans? Happy Friday. We made it to the weekend, and we have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, some what's cracking. What's cracking with the Seattle Kraken? We've got preseason dates. What's cracking with the NHL and their hockey is for everyone campaign? Is it in danger? maybe and then finally for the remainder of the show you will get to hear part three of the mock draft including uh jd defenses for nerds young taking a player that okay maybe i should have probably taken at 20 that's coming up on this episode of locked on kraken you are locked on kraken your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hello, Seattle hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you for making us uh, your everyday listen. For the everydayers, you know that only Seattle Kraken podcast that brings you your team every single day. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Now, we want you to download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. But um, let's get into some exciting news. The Seattle Kraken have announced their preseason schedule. We've got it right here. We are going to kick off the preseason at Calgary, and then we do a home-and-home home with them versus Calgary. That's a split um, roster. So you've got half of the roster that's going to be in Calgary, half of the roster that's going to be in Seattle. Then on Thursday, September 28th, we have, we will host the Vancouver Canucks. We then host the Edmonton Oilers. And then on Wednesday, October 4th, we are at Vancouver. Uh, that will be played at Abbotsford center. And on Friday, September 6th, we will play the Edmonton Oilers. So stay tuned for details on what the coverage will look like for Locked on Kraken. If you're an everydayer, you've probably heard me allude to, um, I have some exciting news regarding my hockey coverage even outside of this podcast, but I think it will be an opportunity for us to get to travel a little more and catch up with the Seattle Kraken. So I'm very excited for that. I want to talk about hockey is for everyone. First, let's start with the good news. I was not able to make the um, the Bonded by Hockey Mobile Museum when it was in Seattle, but I remember hearing that Everett Fitzhugh has his own upper deck card, and those were given away. They were signed by Everett when the truck was in town. I'm super jealous, and I definitely want one of those cards. Everett has been a guest on the podcast. I've been able to shadow Everett and Dave in New Jersey, they invited me into the booth. They, uh, you know, both them, uh, Dave and Dave Tomlinson and Everett Fitzhugh and JT and John and Nick and Allison and Piper, basically everyone from the Seattle Kraken has always been 
nothing but complimentary, nothing but nice things to say. And that extends, as I always say, to our media core as well. Shout out to Liv, who's actually the first person who noted that I had the wrong graphic up on Twitter, but also walked me around when I was looking for the media room my first time at Climate Pledge Arena. So again, we have some amazing people. I cannot wait to get back on the road and hopefully back to Seattle to cover our favorite hockey team. So that's the good news. I've also talked about how I think the Seattle Kraken do an amazing job with their Hockey is for Everyone nights. I forgot. I've got one more little uh, prop here. This was my first Hockey is for Everyone piece of paraphernalia. This is the original, or I should say the inaugural season, Black History Month logo. But if you are an everydayer, you know I absolutely love, no, not the LA Kings, but Blake Bolden also has been a guest on Locked on Kraken. And this is the first NHL game-worn jersey I ever purchased. So needless to say, I wanted to get a Blake Bolden Black Hockey History LA Kings jersey. And not only did I get a Blake Bolden Black Hockey History LA Kings jersey, this means so much to me. And I am so heartbroken for a fan of any Black player indigenous player, LGBTQ person in hockey that will not have the opportunity to tell a cool story like I just told you because the board of governors in the National Hockey League have determined that these types of warm-up jerseys will be a thing of the past. We will no longer have them. We will no longer have local artists designing these amazing designs. And like the pin that I showed you, these are only the ones that I own. They're not even some of the ones that I I think have been fantastic. Vancouver has done a great job. And this is pride. This is hockey fights cancer. This is military appreciation. This is in in, uh, AAPI. This is women's history. We're not getting the opportunity to tell these amazing stories about the intersection between hockey and the community because the board of governors thought that asking people why they don't wear a pride jersey very specifically uh, was a distraction from the hockey is for everyone. Now, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more on Locked on Kraken because I think there are some nuances that, if I'm being honest, are not expressed in social media right now, but I wanted to share that. And I apologize because this episode is probably going to go a little bit long, but this is important. And I read some of the reviews on platforms, podcast platforms, and some of you don't like that Locked on Kraken talks about these things. And you know what? There are a lot of great Seattle Kraken podcasts and the expertise is a lot different than the expertise that I bring. I mean, I basically have been telling you you know, that I got I got lambasted by our uh, prospects expert. And I agree with him to an extent, but I also said what I said. And it's my fantasy mock draft, and I can pick who I want. Anyway, um, this is my expertise. This is my passion. This is what brought me to the game of hockey. This is what gave me my sports career. So, yes, I am going to talk about hockey is for everyone. I am going to talk about things not only that are directly related to me, but things that are important to other people and their ability to feel safe and included 
in hockey. And I am so proud. I've said this before every day, as you know how I feel about how the Seattle Kraken shows up in so many amazing ways outside of just these types of jerseys. These are amazing. And unfortunately, some of us only get to see these. But with the Seattle Kraken, I've seen so much more. And that that's where I leave this on a hopeful note. I don't agree with the Board of Governors. I do think they're missing a massive opportunity. I think without this kind of fandom, you miss out on people like me. And some of you might be okay with that. But I hope there's enough of you that like what I bring to hockey. You're not the only one. I know it seems like it however you identify, but you're not the only one. And so if I haven't done a good enough job of representing you on this podcast, I want to fix that. And so yes, on this podcast, Unlocked on Kraken, hockey will be for everyone. And we're going to have a good time. We're going to have good analysis. And sometimes I'll even make bad, bad analytical decisions or ones that at least at minimum you don't agree with. But we'll talk about that too. There's room for it all. And it doesn't take away from talking about hard-hitting hockey conversations. And to that end, let's get over to our part three of the mock draft. I told you who I picked at 20. I completely understand why Hadi Kalakesh did not agree with my pick. And I teased you that there is going to be a pick at 26. So you're going to listen to the 26th pick that I probably... Um, could have, and a lot of people will think I should have picked at 20. I'll be honest, this is a player that came onto my radar a little bit late. And again, I kind, I kind of committed myself to going in, wanting to do something different, wanting to really focus on that crack in culture. But baby, I... I still am... I, I, I wonder if this is more of that sandpaper player. I didn't know... I knew kind of in passing that I, I thought we needed some sandpaper, some piss and vinegar, as uh, Ryan Donato often says. I didn't think at the time to f try and find that in our 20th overall pick. I was looking for the culture fit. But again, after that game seven against Dallas, after that game seven against the Hershey Bears, we talked about it on yesterday on Thursday's episode. I want sandpaper. And the pick that the San Jose Sharks or Locked on Sharks made at 26 definitely gives me probably more of what I what we need. Not necessarily what I want, but what the Seattle Kraken needs if we're going to go the defensive route and who is available. But I also wonder if this player gives a little bit more sandpaper. So I want you to listen to uh, pick 26 in particular coming up on the mock draft. Again, Gil Martin and Hadi Kalakesh, who is our uh, host of Locked on NHL slash Locked on Islanders. That's Gil. You've heard him on this show before. And Hadi has also been on the show and is our host of Locked on NHL Prospects. They're going to take it the rest of the way. I'll, of course, bring you some ad reads, and then we'll wrap up on what to expect next week on Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We bring you your favorite team every single day. And I want to let you know now that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bird Dogs. 
I have become a believer in bird dogs. I do think the marketing is not marketed to me. So kind of about what I was talking about earlier, sometimes the messaging can be a little different, but you have to go with the quality. You have to go with what uh, is the common denominator. And bird dogs has found a way to make a pair of shorts that is very comfortable, very breathable. Uh, I am a fan. I am not a Lululemon type of woman. I am... for a lot of reasons, but I've always been attracted to the comfort, maybe not the price tag, but the comfort of a Lululemon and being a little more athleisure, having something that fits nicely to the form of the body, but also fits the form of your body. That's where I get into a little bit of trouble with Lululemon, but I have actually found that Bird Dogs is a great fit. You've got the stretch khaki. You have that truly sculpted look and they fit better than regular shorts for sure. And they also elevate your look where you don't have to be wearing gym shorts. Yet you don't have to be wearing shorts that look all crumply. You can wear something that has a nice clean look to it. It's comfortable. It keeps you cool. And it looks good. So go to birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL for your free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off except for when you wash them because you should wash them or else you won't look good in them. But we promise they're really great shorts. I'm a believer. I didn't think I was going to be. But I'm here to tell you I'm a believer. So use that pro- promo code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. With the 22nd overall pick in the locked on NHL mock draft, the Philadelphia Flyers select Andrew Cristal forward from the Kelowna Rockets in the WHL and good buddies with Connor Bedard. Uh At 5'10, a left winger uh, has a really great shot. Terrific on the power play. He's tricky around the net. He's a good skater. The question is, can he be a second liner? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Definitely a third liner, but I think he could be a second liner. He really has a a really good feel for his offensive game. The stick and puck control, I think, is is excellent. And so I feel like if he has the right line mates, uh, you could have a really good offensive player there. So, again, solid wrist shot. Scores a lot. He had 39 goals and 95 points this year. That's who the Flyers are going to take. And uh, Russ Cohen of Locked On Flyers going with Andrew Cristal of the uh, Kelowna Rockets. Your thoughts on this pick? Yeah, so uh, for me, Cristal is great value here at 22nd. Um, He's the type of player who's got a high-end elite skill set. The hockey sense is off the charts. Uh, really aware of his surroundings at all times, scans the ice really well. Um, and on top of that, he's got a powerful shot and great playmaking ability about him. Uh, so a lot of value there in terms of the, the skill set itself. Now, it's just a matter of upping that consistency, and that's why he's dropped off so far. I still have him at 11th overall in my personal ranking, so I'm still high on his value there. Um, but the consistency needs to come. Uh, there are some games where he disappears from the map, and on Kelowna, if you disappear from the map, you're noticed uh, because there isn't much support there. So definitely something he needs to work on. And I think getting uh, through to a bigger program, uh, a better program that's in which he'll be better surrounded will help out in that sense. Sounds good. And next up on the clock, the New York Rangers making their first pick of this draft. 
With the 23rd pick in the Locked On NHL Mock Draft, the New York Rangers select Daniil Boot, right winger and left winger, Locomotive Yaroslavl. Uh, we are rolling the dice with this pick. Boo is largely considered one of the most polarizing players available in the 2023 NHL draft. Uh, true boomer bust pick, if ever there was one. But he does check a lot of boxes for the New York Rangers. They need more size. He's six foot five, 203 pounds. Uh, they need a right winger. I still consider that to be, you know, the uh, biggest weakness on the New York Rangers currently. And he plays right wing as well as left wing. Uh, they need a sniper. This kid can shoot the puck very well. Uh, it is certainly a risky pick, but at number 23, when you've got somebody available with the kind of uh, size and skill combination that Boot possesses, when there's a player with this much upside that's available at this point in the draft, I got to take that chance on behalf of the New York Rangers and go ahead and draft Daniel Boot at number 23. So John Chick of Locked On New York Rangers making a move for a winger here. Uh Donnie Boot of uh, from Russia, and your thoughts of this pick? Yeah, so Daniil Boot is a strange one because he's one of those players who you never know what you're going to get from him on a game-by-game -game basis. Uh, one game, he's going to be scoring goals and, and finding open space and working off the puck. Um, other times, he's just going to be a playmaker for his team. And then some other games, he's getting out-muscled by 5'10 defenders in the corner and despite the size. So it's it's really there, it's hard to get a full read on him. Um, I still think he's a better value player in the second round, given how unpredictable he is and how hard it's going to be to 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 kind of solidify his profile as a player and get some consistency out of him. But the skill set is there. It's just a matter of making him better at using his mechanics and not relying exclusively on his size in order to uh, win pucks. So the Nashville Predators are next on a pick acquired from the Edmonton Oilers. With the 24th pick in the Lockdown Podcast Network's 2023 NHL Mock Draft, the Nashville Predators select... Gavin Brindley Ford from the University of Michigan. Uh, Preds fans are absolutely going to fall in love with this guy if he comes to Smashville. He's five foot nine, about 170 pounds, but plays like he thinks he's six foot five, 220. He's like the scrappy dude of the NHL draft this year. Uh, despite his size, this guy has a high motor. He forechecks extremely well. He's not afraid to mix it up in the defensive zone and really put pressure on defenders. He is exactly the type of player that Andrew Burnett wants for this new look Nashville Predators team. He played as a freshman at Michigan last year, and despite being buried on a team that had the likes of Adam Fantilli and Luke Hughes, a lot of high-end NHL talent, he stood out and was one of the Wolverines' best players at the end of the season. And I think the size is maybe the only reason that he has fallen this far in the mock draft. A lot of people think maybe he can become a Braden Point type player. Some other people think there's a little bit of Brad Marchand to his game. But either way, the Predators, I think, are going to find a great role for Gavin Brindley on their team. And... This is an interesting pick. Nick Morgan of Locked On Predators going with Gavin Brindley, a forward from the University of Michigan. Yeah, I love this pick uh, for, for Nashville. There's not a better rush defender among forwards in this draft than Gavin Brindley. He, the amount of times that he covered for Luke Hughes during the season and, and stood, stood hand for him at the, at, the defensive, uh, at the offensive blue line in order to block a rush from even starting, 
um, while, you know, Luke Hughes was working his magic in the offensive zone. That's really the type of profile you're getting out of him. Uh, but especially the fact that he's got the offensive skill set and he proved it more and more as the year went on with injuries and all that happening in um, in Michigan, gave him an opportunity to work his way up into the top six and make an impact. And boy, did he ever um, really solid two way forward despite his size works really well to win back pucks for his team high-end motor so there's a lot to love here for Brindley uh in Brindley for Matt for Nashville I think it's going to be great value for them in the future all right next up the St. Louis Blues are back on the clock with the 25th pick in the NHL draft the St. Louis Blues select Charlie Stramel Charlie Stramel is on the hockey team of University of Wisconsin he is the center weighing in at 216 pounds at the height of six foot three inches. Charlie is a big guy. He makes a big impact on the ice. He is somebody that is a little bit overlooked when it comes to this draft. But at the end of the day, I think he would really benefit being on St. Louis. He is a bigger guy with a lot of energy and mobility. And this is why the St. Louis Blues should select Charlie Strammel with their 25th overall pick. Haley Simon of Locked On Blues going, sticking with the college forwards, Charlie Strammel of Wisconsin. And first of all, what position do you think he fits in with best and how does he fit in with the Blues? He's hard to read uh, simply because there's a distinct lack of skating ability in this game. I think at the end of the day, he still goes and plays center because of his ability to hold on to pucks and make plays through pressure. Um, but the main concern with me for Stramel here is he plays in a program that has a lot of difficulty winning games, a, pro a, a program that has a lot of difficulty playing young players as well. So Wisconsin's going to be a bit of a difficult run for him in his development. And if he can get into a better program that improves his prognostics a tiny bit, maybe St. Louis can nudge him in a different direction or, or force a trade to a different organization. But as he stands, Stramel for me is, is a very risky pick at this range because at best, you're getting a middle six center, and at worst, you're not getting an NHLer out of him. So it's just a matter of how much you you believe in his ability to make an NHL lineup. So we'll see where that goes, but it, it's tough to determine as, as we speak right now. All right, the San Jose Sharks are up next. With the 26th pick in the Locked On NHL Draft, the San Jose Sharks are proud to select Tom Willander, defenseman from Rogel BK of the SHL. After adding a dynamic piece in Mitchkov at pick number four, the Sharks continue to overhaul their defense core, adding a right-handed shot, who's a great skater and has a non-stop motor. Willander still has to iron out his offensive tools, but the baseline of a competitive physical defenseman fits what Mike Gurr is looking for in a prospect. Willander is expected to go to the Boston University next season where he could continue to develop his offense over the next few seasons. If Willander hits his potential, the Sharks might have found their next great two-way defenseman. So J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks with the 26th pick going defense. Tom Willander, your thoughts about this pick? Yeah, Willander is fantastic defensively. He's basically... If, if you missed out on David Reinbacher and you want a David Reinbacher, you, you've got Tom Villander right here. Uh, great, great value at this stage. I'd be very surprised if he's even available here. Um, but if, if the Sharks are able to get a solid shutdown defenseman with elite skating ability and uh, transition ability as well, Villander's your guy. I mean, he's going to bring a lot of value to making sure that your defensive zone is covered, that rushes are covered, that you, the opposing team will have a lot of trouble getting the puck into your zone and creating chances off the rush. Villander's your guy for that. So I love this pick here for San Jose at 26 overall. 
All right, sounds like a solid pick there. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Game Time is the place for last-minute tickets. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you with 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. With the 27th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Colorado Avalanche select defenseman Mikhail Guliaev from the KHL and the MHL out in Russia. Now for the Avalanche, what was once a very robust and deep prospect pool in the last few years has really dwindled down to a very shallow prospect pool. So they need players, they need new prospects, and it doesn't mean they just go out and pick the best available player. They still have to pick the right guy. And Guliayev could definitely be that guy. He's a little bit undersized for a defenseman, but he is the best offensive defenseman in this draft. And we all know how much the Avalanche love their offensive defensemen and the league at large, really, with guys like Bo Byram and obviously Kale McCarr. He definitely fits the profile. He is a speed demon out on the ice. And like I say, he's got great offensive ability and good defensive ability, which should only improve as the years go on and the Avalanche get him into their system. So our friend Chris Maselli of Locked On Avalanche continuing with uh, another defenseman here, uh, Russian Mikhail Gulyayev. I hope I came close to pronouncing that right. You got that right. Yep. All right. There we go. See, <laughs> studying Russian history pays off. Uh, he goes to the Colorado Avalanche. Your thoughts on Gulyayev? I like this pick. Um, Gulyayev brings a lot of mobility uh, to uh, the blue line. Uh, and just in general, you're very you're very hard-pressed to find a, a better puck mover uh, in this draft than Guliaev. Really good at finding his outlets, hitting them hard and accurately, um, and doesn't really settle for the first option he sees. He's comfortable finding second or third options. So I like that kind of element of his game. If only he would use his mobility to benefit his defending even more because he tends to pinch hard to get himself out of plays. But you know, if he could just use his, his mobility in a more controlled way and not try to skate, skate everywhere... Um, it would really help his game. So working that out of his game might get you a top four defenseman out of Guliayev. So that's great value at 27 for Colorado. All right. Good pick right there by the Avs. The Toronto Maple Leafs up next on the clock. And with the 28th pick in the Locked On NHL 2023 mock draft, the Toronto Maple Leafs are proud to select out of the SHL center, Oscar Fisker Mulgaard. What we like here about uh, Mulgaard is, you know, he's a player that brings effort, speed. He can play a center. He found a way to make it to the SHL full-time as a 17-year-old, now going as an 18-year-old in this draft. There's a lot of room for this prospect to grow. 
grow, right? Effort is never a question for him. He's able to handle the puck in tight spaces, good along the boards, good on the cycle. These are things intangibles that the Leafs really have value with prospects, you know. Now, where does he potentially project? Many say he could be, at worst, a third-line center in the NHL, but if he reaches his potential, maybe that could be a top-six role, whether on the wing or at center. There is still, obviously, some work to be done, you know, to produce more at a higher offensive rate, to show that he has elite offensive skills if he wants to be in a top-six role. The Leafs do desperately need to replenish a little bit of their depth at center when it comes to their prospects, so this is why Fisker Mogar will be one of those players to look at later in the draft you know depending on where he slots some have him you know bumping up a little bit a little more impressed with his performance at the world championships some see him maybe going later in the first round so he is definitely someone to consider when the toronto please go up with their pick at 28th overall so dave morissuti of locked on leafs going with forward oscar fisker molgard uh, your thoughts about this addition to Toronto and where would he fit in in the Leafs style and lineup? Yeah, so he screams middle six forward to me, either at center or at wing. High end intensity, great motor, um, great mobility as well. Really good skater. On top of that, his defensive game is solid and, and refined and advanced. Um, and he's got a decent enough skill set that I think that he could be a 50 point scorer. Um, at, in his in his prime at the NHL level, so for me this is great value. Twenty eight, he would go about in this range for me, given the the fact that there are you know I'm a big upside guy, so I love when a player shows flashes of elite ability and playmaking, goal scoring, all that. I wouldn't I wouldn't peg um, Fisher Moldart as that kind of profile of player, but he's definitely got everything in order to make the NHL and stick to it. So I think that the Leafs are getting. A typical contender's pick in Fisker Mulgaard here to 20, at 28th overall. All right. There we go. Up next, once again, the St. Louis Blues. With the 29th overall pick, the St. Louis Blues select defenseman Cameron Allen. Cameron is 190 pounds and five foot 11 inches he is from canada and the thing about cameron is while he is only 18 he is somebody that i don't think will need a lot of time to develop to be nhl ready so this is why the st louis blues should select with 29th overall cameron allen so the blues back on the clock a pick they acquired from dallas and haley simon of locked on blues going defense here from the guelph storm cameron allen and uh you know, the Blues could use some help on D. Does Allen fit the bill down the road? Uh, the issues I have with Cam Allen are very much similar to the issues I have with Etienne Morin. Um, I've never seen a more trigger-happy defenseman in the uh, in the OHL that yet categorically refuses to change the angle on his shot. He takes every shot immediately the moment the puck lands on his stick, and it, it's been a bit of a headache to watch this year. He's also one of those aggressive pinchers who tends to take himself out of plays at times. So I'm concerned with the amount of urgency that's in this game and if he's able to reel that in. But the skill set is definitely there. That's something you can say about um, that you can say about Allen that you can't really say about uh, Etienne Marin is he's got the high end. Um, you know, he's got a booming shot, great hands, uh, solid skating. He's a really physical player as well. So he brings a lot of elements that if you can get his hockey sense up to par, you're getting a really good defense in here. But it's definitely a risk at this range. All right, next up, the Carolina Hurricanes. 
with the 30th pick in the 2023 NHL draft, the Carolina Hurricanes select Quentin Musty, left wing of the Sudbury Wolves. Quentin has really good vision. He's also a really, really good playmaker that will fit well into the Hurricane system. He is great at creating space for his own shot. He also has the size to be a really good power forward. The Carolina Hurricanes are obviously great at developing power forwards. Just look at Andre Sveshkov and heck, even their head coach, Rod Brindamore. He has the size for that at 6'2". 192 pounds so again he can be a great power forward that will fit well into the hurricanes system the one thing he will need to work on is his consistency but he is going to be in a really good spot to develop himself with that with the hurricanes next on the clock is the montreal canadian jared ellis of locked on carolina hurricanes going with a forward quentin musty from the sudbury wolves your thoughts about the canes here in our mock draft i think this is a steal of the draft uh very clearly clearly i mean musty has a top five skill set in this class if he works out the way he can now his work off the puck needs a lot um you know he's, he's gonna need to come a long way off the puck but he's got the trifecta of of stick handling scoring uh, shooting and and passing ability that you can very hardly rival with in this draft class he's also a big body who can become a power forward in the future he's not there yet but he's got the upside and the potential in order to make that a part of his game. So I'm just so not surprised that the Carolina Hurricanes get another steal. I mean, that seems to be their mantra uh, in every draft class. So yeah, no great value here. And a guy who does need some work, he's very raw, but if he works out, could be a top liner. All right. Next up the Montreal Canadian. Welcome back once more and with the 31st overall pick in the Lockdown NHL Mock Draft, the Montreal Canadiens are proud to select from the Sherbrooke Phoenix of the QMJHL, Ethan Gauthier, right winger, and this was a good fit for the Montreal Canadiens here. We look at his offensive upside year to year, we look at the talent in the Canadiens' backyard, And there were a lot of potentially good players here, but I look at Goche having watched a lot of Joshua Wad this year, one of the other Canadians prospects and seeing a lot of things that fit exactly the kind of mold that the Canadians are going for here. And it's hard to argue against taking that person from your backyard. We know the Canadians thrive on this and we could not be happier to add another extremely talented prospect out of the QMJHL, one they're very familiar with. And with the 32nd overall pick, the Vegas Golden Knights are on the clock. Montreal on the clock next with a pick they acquired from the Florida Panthers and Scott Matla of Locked On Canadiens. Going with Ethan Gauthier of the Sherbrooke Phoenix, a forward. Your thoughts on Gauthier? Ethan Gochi is about the safe the, the safest pick you can make here. Um, he's the ultimate, I call him a, a glue player. He just glues any line together that he plays on. Um, really good off the puck. Uh, really good in terms of his physicality. You're very rarely going to find a more physical player in this range of the draft than Ethan Goche. Um, And he's got a very solid base of playmaking and hockey sense. So he's the type of guy who just regularly makes his teammates better and ups their quality. So... To get that at 31st overall is good. I don't think this is the type of player that you're ever going to see play on a first line. And if he does, it's for, for stints while there's injuries. But definitely the type of player you can stick in your middle six and you know he's going to make everyone around him better. 
could to get that late in the first round. We close out round one with the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Vegas Golden Knights. With the 32nd pick in the Lockdown Mock NHL Draft, the Vegas Golden Knights are proud to select Andrew Gibson. Uh, Gibson currently plays in the OHL with the Greyhounds. Uh, Gibson comes in at 6'3", a little over 190 pounds. The Vegas Golden Knights thrive on having big defensemen. Uh, Gibson can possibly develop into a solid two-way skater, such as a Petrangelo, uh, maybe a smooth skating ability of someone like Shea Theodore, or possibly morph into a stay-at-home type of defense and defenseman, more like a Zach Cloud. So we'll see how Gibson does for uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And with the final pick in this round, Chris Golick of Locked On VGK, going defenseman Andrew Gibson from the Sioux Greyhounds. Is he worthy of this final pick in the first round? This is a tough one. Uh, Andrew Gibson, I have a lot of trouble seeing being worth a first round pick. Now, obviously, he's a right-handed defenseman with size and physicality. Those are always at a premium, but... I would steer clear until the third round on Gibson simply because there is very little to maybe no offensive upside with him. You're purely getting a shutdown defenseman. The type of guy who usually gets on a bottom pair and does a decent uh, job on the penalty kill, but I have a very hard time seeing him being able to put up points at the NHL level, and it's it's going to be difficult for him to get to that point as well due to the the type of you know minutes that he plays in the Sioux, mainly he's playing on the penalty kill. Mainly he's starting in the defensive zone. So he's not getting a lot of puck touches in the offensive zone to get, uh, to kind of start exploring that side of his game. So it's, it's a head scratcher for me, but Vegas love their big physical demon. And he definitely fits that mold. All right. So we're through the 32 picks of round one. Uh, let me ask you a couple of questions here, Hadi. Uh, best value pick in this first round. Uh, is for me, it's a tie between Andrew Crystal at 22nd overall to the Flyers and obviously Quentin Musty at 30th overall for the Carolina Hurricanes. They're both in the same kind of top end tier near the top 10 for me, just outside the top 10. So two very, very good value picks and two very different players that can work out in two very different ways. Um, but both have insane value at where, where they were picked. I'm very surprised with, with especially Musty being available at 30. I think there's no chance that happens on draft day, but you know, if he is available at 30th overall, there's no doubt about it. You jump on that pick. And the biggest gamble in this first round mock draft. Hmm. So the biggest gamble would probably be a 10 Marin at 20th. It's a big, big gamble. I put Cam Allen in that conversation as well at 29th. Those two guys, they've got the, they've got a lot of elements of their game that are to love, but a lot of very glaring weaknesses um, that need working on. So two bets that could pay off really well, um, but need a lot and a lot of work with really kind of hands-on development teams that are going to be working around the clock with these prospects. So if you're, if you're, if your team is the type to have dinner with their prospects once a month and that's it, steer clear. They're not your guys. <laughs> All right. One last question for you, Hadi. One player who you think will go in the first round, but is not included in this mock draft oh that's going to be tough um i'd say that uh jaden perron might go in the first round uh but isn't in this mock draft um maybe another guy that wasn't included here would uh having a hard time thinking right now 
probably be uh i'd love i'd love denver barkey to go in the first round i know there's no chance of that happening but i'm sure that would be a great bet here um but a lot of the guys that have been picked here i could very well see get picked in the first round um i don't think there were many guys that were excluded uh from this mock draft that we could see in the first round uh come draft day but i could always be wrong what's for sure is um i, I think andrew gibson there's a very small chance that he goes in the first round. It's not zero given what the Vegas Golden Knights usually go for, but it's definitely a very slight chance of that happening. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. You know who the 26th pick is. If you skip through the episode, I'm not going to tell you. You can watch it. You can also head to Locked on NHL if you want to watch the unedited version of part three of our mock draft. But we will talk about defensemen. We will talk about defensemen in the draft. I gave you my pick, Etienne Morin. I think he's a good culture fit. If I had to do it again, would I pick Etienne Morin? You'll have to wait until next week to find out. Be kind to yourselves and to each other. Remember, hockey is for everyone. Now, whether that's a slogan that the NHL decides to use or to back up in their actions or not, we here at Locked on Kraken are definitely, we here at Locked on Kraken are definitely going to do that. So stay tuned. But until then, hold fast, stay true, enjoy your weekend, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Locked on Kraken. Peace.